I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, and a happy Easter to you. Happy birthday. Another special birthday is coming. She's from Wheaton, Illinois. She loves her cats, Sammy and Peaky. She loves swimming, dancing, drawing and art. She loves superheroes. She loves her brother Ronan. She loves telling jokes. And she can almost make it to the other side of the monkey bars at the playground. And her name is Bella Roy. Happy birthday, Bella! And now I'm just going to walk to the Valley of Shoutouts. We have a new Patreon supporter who we really need to thank. Just a little closer to the edge. Whoops! Not too close. Good, that'll do. Alright, here goes. A massive BKFK shoutout to... Charlie! Charlie! Thank you, Charlie. And thanks so much to all our Patreon supporters. Did you know we now have a new Patreon tier called Full Color? With this tier, you can get coloring in pages for every single episode of BKFK, as well as access to all the usual ad-free episodes on BKFK and over 50 unreleased and archived episodes. But for those of you that aren't on Patreon, don't worry, we have 20 free coloring pages for you. How? We're having an Easter egg hunt. Just go to buykids4kids.co and look for the five Easter eggs hidden on our website. Each egg contains four free coloring in pages from some of our stories. Happy hunting! In today's story, we are joined by Jane, and I live in Washington, D.C. I'm five and a half years old, and I love my family. Marlena Miller from San Francisco, USA, and Freiburg, Germany. I really like to make art. My name is Rosemary. I am seven years old, and my favorite animal are dogs. Louie Bricker from Washington, D.C., and I really like baseball. Thanks, guys. Great to have you on the team. And now, at last, let's get on with the story. Isan Boshi, the Inch-High Samurai. Many, many years ago in Japan, there lived an old woman and an old man. They'd been married to each other for many years, but no matter how much they hoped for a family, they never had any children. Every day, they went to the Sumiyoshi Shrine and prayed for a child. One day, at last, their prayers were heard and they were blessed with a little child. Not little as in as little as a baby. No, this child was really, really little. He was 
tiny. Only about as long as your finger. Not your index finger, your pinky finger. The old couple were filled with joy. The old woman tenderly held the child in her hand. The old man put his arm around her and together they smiled down at the little boy. What shall we call him? said the old man. I think we should call him Isanboshi, said the old woman. Which means one inch samurai. And so they did. Isanboshi, or Inchibo for short, was just like any other baby, except for his size. Although he ate plenty of food, he never grew bigger. He did grow older though, and as he did, he laughed and played and delighted in discovering the wonders of the world. He loved to imagine he was a fierce samurai, a mighty Japanese warrior, and dreamed of traveling to mysterious places. One day, he sat on a lily leaf in the river, watching the water trickle past him. Where does this river go? He asked his parents. Inchibo, it goes to the great city Kyoto, said his mom. Inchi gazed dreamily down the river. It must be a wonderful place. I'd really like to go there sometime. Inchi meant everything to his parents. They wished he could stay with them forever. But they knew that it was important for Inchi to experience the world by himself too. You can go there, said his dad. And we will help you. Inchi cried out in delight Yay! as the family bustled inside to prepare for his journey. Here, said his father, take this rice bowl as a boat and you can use this chopstick as an oar. His mother presented him with a single grain of rice. This should feed you for a week, my boy. And last but not least, she said, handing him a sewing needle. Every young samurai needs a sword. They went back to the river. Inchi climbed into his rice bowl and packed his sword and food at the bottom. Come home safely, my son, said his mother, while his father gently pushed the boat into the middle of the stream. He waved goodbye and began to row. Soon the current caught him, and he was swiftly on his way to Kyoto. The voyage took many days. He battled through wild thunderstorms. Sometimes large fish curiously came to look at the boat and almost tipped it over. But Inchi managed to push them away with his chopsticks. River birds glided overhead, wondering if Inchi would make a tasty snack. But those that came too close to the boy quickly flew away with a dented beak. At last, the river widened. Inchi was amazed at the sight before him. 
he had arrived in Kyoto. He weaved his way through the busy harbor through fishing boats and ferries. When he climbed onto the shore, he was astounded by the huge crowds of people. Fishermen were selling their catch. Your tails, bunny tails, tasty eels. Get them while they're fresh. Flower sellers were shouting just as loudly. Cherry blossoms, kosamosu, canyon for a bunch. Rickshaws, which are small wooden wagon taxis, pulled by a person, came hurrying past. Inchi fearlessly worked his way through the crowd. He was excited by so many new things to see, but he was relieved when he reached a quieter part of town. He sat on a stone on the side of the street and thoughtfully nibbled on his grain of rice, which by now was almost finished. The day was coming to an end. Across from him was a large estate with a pathway leading to a very impressive-looking house. He packed away his rice and boldly strode up to the house with his sewing needle sword at his side. He knocked at the door as loudly as he could. The door opened. A man peered around. Hello. He said, "Down here!" cried Inchi. The man looked down at the boy in surprise. He had bushy eyebrows, a friendly smile, and a long blue robe that came down to his feet. Inchi bowed and said, "I am Inchi Bo, and I am looking for work." I am the Lord of Sanjo," said the man, gently picking the boy up for a closer look. And what kind of work might you be wanting? I would like to be a samurai," said Inchi. The man was charmed by the brave little boy. I think I might have the perfect job for you. I need a guard for my daughter Haru. I would be honored," said Inchi. Haru was the Lord of Sanjo's only daughter. She was the same age as Inchi. And was a very kind girl. She liked him instantly, and Inchi served her well. They spent every afternoon at the fish pond under the cherry tree. Haru would write poems and read them to Inchi, who loved to sit and listen. But he never forgot that he had a job to do. He was always attentive. Once, a gust of wind blew one of Haru's poems into the pond. A huge goldfish rose up to swallow the floating paper, but Inchi bravely jumped onto the fish's nose. The fish sneezed and retreated underwater, and Inchi returned the poem to Haru. She was growing fonder and fonder of her valiant samurai.
One day in spring, they had spent another peaceful afternoon by the pond. The sun was going down. They were just packing up to return home when they heard a fearsome noise coming from the nearby trees. A monstrous creature crashed into the open and came charging towards them. It was huge. It was similar in shape to a human, but had red skin, wild hair, three horns and three blazing eyes. It was an Oni, a terrible monster. In its hands was a massive iron club that had swung around its head. As the roaring beast approached, Inchi drew his sewing needle sword and stood his ground. He knew that it had come to take Haru. The Oni lunged at Haru, but she skillfully rolled to the side. It gave an angry growl and lunged again. But Haru was too quick. She dodged away, but then her foot caught on a root and she tripped. The Oni's eyes rolled madly as it reached for her. But then it howled with pain as it looked down at its foot. Inchi had stabbed it with his needle sword. You will not take her! He cried. What's this? Jeered the Oni, licking his lips. A snack! It reached down and grabbed Inchi. The boy was too small to escape. The Oni lifted him up and swallowed him whole. Cried Haru and bravely battered the monster, which only laughed at her attempts. But Inchi was not gone. He continued stabbing and jabbing at the Oni from inside. Within moments, the monster was howling with pain. It's inside me! It roared. Get it out! Get it out! I can't bear it! It coughed and spluttered and clutched at its throat until eventually it let out a tremendous belch. Inchi came flying out of its mouth. He hit the ground rolling and tumbled straight to his feet. He pointed the needle sword at the Oni and cried, Be gone, you foul creature! And never come back! The Oni was only too happy to oblige and turned and ran off as fast as it could. Inchi was exhausted from the fight and covered with slime from the monster's insides. Haru ran up to him and quickly wiped off the disgusting goo. Just then, she saw something gleaming behind a rock. The Oni's hammer! She gasped. Must have dropped it. She bent down to pick it up. The hammer of the Oni is said to be magic. It will grant you any wish that you ask. Inchi looked at the hammer, 
and then looked at Haru and said, I would like to be bigger. So Haru knelt and waved the hammer, chanting, Inky Boso, brave and small. Grow, little man, grow tall, grow tall. Before her eyes, he grew into a normal-sized young man. Haru and Inchi fell in love and were soon married. Inchi returned to his old parents with his bride. They were overwhelmed with pride and laughed and cheered and cried with joy. We don't care what you look like, Inchi. You can be tall, short, plump or thin. It's what you are inside that counts. To us you will always be our brave one-inch samurai. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.